This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, we are now under two weeks out from the NFL draft. I know. How about it? Coming quick. Love it. Getting excited. Home before the storm. This is like the 12 days of Christmas now. I know. Except, <laughs> except you don't get everything every day, you know. Like it's more like just teases you until Christmas morning. Yeah, if we got we got a gift every day, you know, we get seven Make it a little easier, right? Seven lords of leaping or whatever, we'd, we'd feel a little <laughs> bit better about this. But that's not the case. What people have to settle for is us talking about the draft once again. And uh, I saw a thing today on NFL.com by Greg Rosenthal, who does good work for NFL.com. Sure. And, it, and it's an AFC roster reset the conference hierarchy heading into the 2022 draft. Hmm, Okay. It's a good jumping off point. Yeah. So I I wanted to talk about this. He says that he has these, the teams broken down into two, I'm looking here, three, four, four different groupings. Okay. Um, (laughs) He has the bullies are the top grouping. Okay. I can buy that. There's some bullies in the AFC. He only has two teams here though. Bills and Chiefs or the Bengals in there? The Bills and Chiefs. And I don't know if I agree that the Chiefs are a bully right now. Yeah. Do we agree? Let's start here. Do we agree the Bills are the best team in the league? Yes. Okay. And you throw Von Miller into the mix and haven't really lost much. And, you know, they'll they'll add a little bit in the draft. But they're in good shape. Yes. I think Kansas City, this is some of these great teams. And I kind of put the Steelers in this, too. I mean, once in a while you got to say, let's take – Two step. Let's take one step back so we can take two steps forward in in the coming years, and I think that's exactly what we're seeing with the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs have their since drafting Mahomes, their first pick has been on average at like fifty five overall. You know, you traded next yeah. to first to get Mahomes, you traded first for Orlando Brown. Like they haven't had an influx of early talent. And the only first round pick they've had is Clyde Edwards Hilaire, which is either a bust or not living up to it, to say the least. So I think that they realized we don't have any cheap middle class to our roster. We need to take that step back. And luckily last year we built ourselves an offensive line. So I just pulled up their picks. They have a dozen picks in this draft. I they mean, they do. have 29, 30, 50, 62, and two-thirds. So they have two picks in each of the first four rounds. So I think that's exactly what the team needs, big picture. And that's why you pay Mahomes all that money to navigate these waters. But I don't think they're as good as they've been. No, I don't think so either. I think they've they've lost quite a bit, actually, and, and didn't replace it in free agency for sure. And, you know, maybe they, they think they can do so in the draft with, with those eight picks. I, that's why I think, you know, when we were talking the other day about trade-up partners or tra- partners for which the Steelers could trade back with, I think the Chiefs are, are high on that list. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, they're not, they, don't need, they don't have 12 roster spots to hand out. No, you know but I mean? they, right, could, right, they right. could use a premium guy if they, you know, if they wanted to, again, if they get down, they need a receiver. They need a receiver. Yeah, they they, need, I think the receivers are going to go quick. Right. Uh, they need a defensive back. Um, you know, so if, if another pass if, rusher would another go. pass rusher. So they could certainly be a team that says, okay, we're going to target this. We're going to go up and get this guy. We give up one of our first round picks and maybe, you know, a, a third 
okay, mm-hmm. you know that 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 could make doesn't that. hurt them at all. No, then and they still have six premium picks this year. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. My only reservation with what you said and pass rusher doesn't apply here. Would the Steelers trade away from the receiver or defensive back that Kansas City would be coming up to get? Yeah, that's the that's the Who question. Knows? You know, right? Yeah, that's right. the question. Uh, but if you look at their drafts the last few years, to your point, um, <laughs> yeah, since they took Mahomes, their top draft pick in 2018 was Breland Speaks. Yeah, right. Breland Speaks. I mean, since Mahomes. In 2019, McCole Hardman. Uh, in, in 2020, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. 2021, Nick Bolton. I think Nick Bolton's a, a fine player. He might be the best of he's, that group. <laughs> oh, he definitely is, right. Yeah. And only one of those is a first-round pick, and it's a late one. You know, like, eventually you need to start bringing in rookie surplus. Yeah, I mean, I just look at some of those other picks there, and, and it's there's not – I mean, that 2018 draft, Breland Speaks, Derek Nandi, Dorian O'Daniel – uh, Amarni Watts, Tremont, uh, Tremont Smith, and Khalil McKenzie. That's yeah, not a good guys, draft. Right? Yeah, who are those guys? Right? I mean, I only know Dorian O'Daniel because he's from Cannonsburg. Um, you know, he's just, he's a special <laughs> right, 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 he's right. a special teams player for them. The the 2019 draft: McCole Hardman, Juan Thornhill, Kalen Saunders, Rashad Fenton, Darwin Thompson, Nick Aguiletti. Aguiletti. All right, the, some of those guys are okay players. They're but, okay. Yeah, but they're not stars. And with the Chiefs, I think Andy Reid and that organization was smart enough to realize we can't count on Mahomes, Tyreek, who might be losing a step, a little hidden secret here, and Kelsey, who's, what, 33, to lead us for the next 10 years. Only one of those three pieces is sustainable. Right, right. That's why, you know, when everybody looked, well, look at that, look at the draft the Chiefs had last year. They got Bolton and Creed Humphrey. Okay. That's good. what they do the previous three years right Nothing. right and they hit a, you know they, they need another one like that hitting on first and second round picks and they'll be back in the mix and in the meantime it's not like their rebuild is a jacksonville rebuild you know no. it's just you know and again they have a line maybe they'll run the ball a little bit more get teams out of those cover two that you know those, those deep shells that they saw see i, I just don't know that they will run the ball more because i don't know if they will either that's but. just not andy reed's it's not in his dna i know i, I was thinking with one of those you know, eight picks in the first four rounds, maybe one of them should be a back with power. They could certainly use one of those. And Kareem Hunt was one of those picks right. in, in one of those years and, of course, got himself released by the Chiefs. So they got a lot out of him and then he screwed it all up. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think, I think they're, I think the Bills are on their own level right now. I tend to agree. Um, on our and if I were, if I were going yeah. to put somebody on the level with the Bills, it might be the Chargers. It's interesting because I didn't know we were going to have this conversation. And just yesterday I recorded a podcast, Peacock and Williamson, check it out, where we did a power rank just division by division. And we were torn. You know, I mean, I didn't know who to put atop the, the West. Uh, originally, I put the Chiefs or originally I put the Chargers. And as we talked through it, I reluctantly leaned towards the Chiefs just because Andy Reid owns that division. And I don't know if that's a good enough reason or not. The Chargers are a less trustworthy organization than the Chiefs. But, I mean, that's a fine line. Yeah, I mean, I, I could I, – I can see that both ways. But I, I think mm-hmm. the, I think on paper the Chargers are a better team. I agree. And I don't think Herbert's much behind Mahomes. No, I think he's, he's certainly in that 
same class. I mean, yeah, you know, Herbert if you were keeps getting better and Mahomes is coming off what by his version a not great year. If you were going to rank those guys among the, the the league's quarterbacks, I think they're both in the top six or seven. Yes, hundred percent agree. So I, uh, you know, I think that 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 gap is. Uh, has not only closed, but I think the chief or the, uh, the, the chargers may have edged ahead a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think that's very possible. So to your point, the way that Rosenthal lays this out, you would only have one bully. Like, I don't think you can call the chargers a bully. I mean, they need no. the playoffs last year. Right. You know, yeah. right, right. 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 No, I think the, I think the bills are in a class by their own. His next grouping is playoffs or bust. And in that group, he has the Ravens the Chargers, the Bengals, the Broncos, and the Browns. I guess I would have the same group. I don't know that Maybe I have in the, that order. I don't know that I haven't have the Browns in that group. Uh, they, they're just such an asterisk with them. It, right. it all depends on the suspension. And even with that, they're, they're still a roster with holes in it. They are. And without much. With no capital to go the, to, to improve. Right, right. They're going to live with what they have the only thing I will fight you on with that is just the way he phrased that category. If you trade for Deshaun Watson, it's playoff or bust. Oh, there's no you know, doubt. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I'm looking at this as the second tier of the AFC. Yeah, 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 right. And I don't know that the Browns are in the second tier of the AFC. I just don't. I don't know if the, I don't, quite frankly, I don't know if the Broncos are in that group. It's a little ambitious too. That's what I was thinking as well. Like Wilson's way better than what they played with. But I don't know that he's like I'd rather have Herbert or Mahomes or Burrow that we were just talking about. You know, I mean, the, the Broncos haven't had a winning season since 2015, right? And you got a new young head coach. You know, like when when I did the the uh, divisional um, power ranks, the more I thought through it, the more value I gave to coaches. You know, Tomlin, Harbaugh, Belichick, Breed. You know, like the Chargers. The, frankly, I'm going to say the Bengals, the Browns, they don't have that cachet, let alone Denver. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I talked to a Bengals insider uh, at the, at the owners meetings and I, and this has been a guy who had not, not been sold on Zach Taylor in the pre first couple of years there. And I mm -hmm. asked him point blank. I said, so you are now a little more sold on, on Zach Taylor as being the guy. I bet he said no. And he said, no, he said, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's that guy yet or not. Everything fell perfectly for them last year. Yep. And, you know, they didn't have many injuries. Um, they were. They got a bounce or two in the playoffs. See, that's, like, and that's what he said. Raiders, he know, said right. they, they, they very well should have lost the game to the Titans. Right, right, right. You know, he said, you give up nine sacks in that game. The only reason they won that game was because Ryan Tannehill threw one to the other team or a couple of the other, you know, to, the, to their guys. Yeah. Otherwise, they lose that game. They get sacked nine times. Yeah. <laughs> right, Usually right. win when you get sacked nine times. But times have also changed since then. And I said when the offseason opened 4,000 times, I was going to kill the Bengals if they didn't address their offense. Right. And, and they did way. that. But they, they were, did that. Yeah. They're still the team, though, that set their quarterback up to get sacked nine times. Yeah. Like, and it's also a little bit of a burrow weakness. He needs to get the ball out. No and you have Joe. Right. Here's the thing you have Joe Mixon. Mm hmm. And that was a close ball game. Why are you? Why is if you look back at that Titans game, I believe like seven of those sacks came in the second half. I think so. Yeah, I'm almost positive. In a game, in a one score game, you could have still been running the football. And protect in that doesn't ref doesn't reflect well on Taylor. 
in protecting your quarterback a little bit. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm not all in on the Bengals yet either. I think the Ravens and Chargers are very solid teams. I think that the Bengals, are, I think the Bengals are a good team. I don't know that they're a great team. Yeah, I, think I agree. The, I think the Broncos have a chance to be good. Mm-hmm. They're improved. Yeah, there's and, no doubt about that. And the Browns do as well if the quarterback can play this year. Mm-hmm. If it's a four-game suspension, I think it's playoffs or bust. If it's a six-game suspension, hmm, I it's can't, more than that. I, I can't. That. I can't imagine it being less than four, more than right. less than six games. Right? There's I no mean, way. No way. I mean, there's, it there's could 20, be seventeen. Twenty-two accusations against him. And nothing's getting better on that front. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I think they should belong in the next grouping. And if you look at this grouping, there might be some teams that you'd look at that should be in that second grouping. This is an interesting grouping is my hunch. And he calls these the contenders. Here's what he says about this group. First of all, in a conference loaded with difference making quarterbacks, most of this tier's signal callers fall somewhere short of transcendence. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, So this group includes the Titans, the Patriots, Colts, the Dolphins, the Raiders and the Steelers. That's the perfect tier to me. And I think to me, uh, maybe even with Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, the Broncos and Browns might belong in that group. They might, they might. I mean, I know they weren't unbelievably exciting, but the Patriots Raiders and Steelers went to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. The Colts, are any of those teams the worse Colts than just, they were last year? The Colts were better last year than the Browns. Right. The Colts were better last year than the Broncos. I think the Colts got noticeably better. I mean, not just the quarterback move, but you also throw in the Dockway and now Stefan Gilmore, who they signed like an hour ago. They're a pretty solid team. You know, they don't have a first-round pick, but they, they're not far off. I don't, I, mean, see, I don't see many holes on that roster. No, I don't either. Uh, one more weapon would go a long way, but that's not yeah. really how they play. You know, I mean, it's going to be the Taylor show. Um, what I was, I mentioned how I power ranked every division. Like, I look at the difference between Tennessee and Indy as being minuscule. Like, if you go look at the standings last year, you'll be like, one of these teams didn't miss, a, didn't make the playoffs, and the other one was the one seed. To me, that's <laughs> they're not they're way closer than that. And I might even prefer the Colts. And there's a chance that the winner of that division is the one seed again this year. And there's a not, only one team or right. Because if you look at you look at the, the division for the Bills, you look at the division for the for the Chiefs. The North much, and West are much brutal. yeah, the, the South is still a cakewalk, relatively yeah. speaking. I mean, if if Indy or Tennessee could go five and one or six and oh in their division, I mean they're gonna get the 10, 12 wins. Right. I mean, that, yeah. And for Indy, they're going to be playing a second place schedule as well. Tennessee's gets the first place schedule. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. It's a bigger th- deal now. It's a difference in three games, three games. Right. You know, so, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know that any of the, I, I'm not fighting Rosenthal here. I don't know that I would call any of those teams contenders. And that might include the Browns and Broncos. And I think that's playoff. They're playoff contenders. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. They are playoff contenders. They're above average teams. Maybe everything breaks right and things go well, but I don't see Super Bowl contenders there. Yeah. I might be honest with you. I might even throw the Bengals into that. (laughs) Maybe. 
Just because, I just think the division is going to be brutal this year. One thing I know about the Bengals is they're going to face more hardship this year than last year. Without a doubt. Without you know, a that's, doubt. It's coming. And typically when a team, a young team has that kind of step forward, big jump forward, the leap forward, yep. they take a step back the next year. That's a big look football. At, look at the Browns, the yep. Browns from two years ago. They were, oh my God, they're, here they are. They're, the Browns have arrived. And then they, they tie for last in the division last year. Yep. Football Outsider calls it the plexiglass theory, plexiglass principle. And it goes back like 30 years that when one team is gradually getting better and then they take this massive leap forward, nine out of 10 times, they then take a small step backwards. And, yeah. And it makes I mean, it's sense. just, you it's know, just it's, natural. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get a little bit of bounces on your side that year. And the Bengals got a lot of them. Uh, his final four teams. You can guess these ones are the uphill battle to the postseason. I wouldn't even call it that. Mm-hmm. I would say no chance at the postseason, and that's the actually it's three teams: the Jets, the Jaguars, and Texans. I would put Houston in their own tier of those three. Like they're no better than when we saw them last. It might they be worse. Signed in. They might be worse. I at least I at least like what the Jets are doing. And the Jets have four picks in like the top forty. You know, like uh, there some good things are going to happen around the, the Jaguars. Yeah. Went out and spent two hundred fifty million dollars. You can right. argue about well, was it what money well spent? Probably not. But they also have the number one overall pick in the draft, yeah, and they're going to be better. Yeah. I mean, no, the Texas the Texans have a couple of high draft picks as well. They do. They'll get but... the they'll get the ad. But I don't trust any of those organizations. No, not to, to get make it a right. Step. Yeah. Like I was asked the other day, can what's different about the Jags this year and the Bengals last year? And it was a good conversation because why can't Lawrence in year two be what Burrow was in year two? You know, I'm like, yeah, maybe, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, Aiden Hutchinson or Walker is not the same as adding Jamar Chase. No. Neither is adding Christian Kirk, you know. And uh, could they do better in that division? And was the, the coaching staff and the environment holding them back that much? Probably, but things were dysfunctional there before the head coach arrived. <laughs> that was just that made it more dysfunctional. It's yeah, like it's a great history of winning. Yeah, it just kind of moved it along a little faster. Um, right, right. And we don't know that the, the coaches in with the Jets, the Jaguars, or Texans are going to make any things any better. No, I don't know. I like the Jets moves, but I don't know if Robert Sala is a good football coach or not. No, no, we don't know know that. Well, I'm not sure if Zach Wilson's a good coach. I know that Lovey Smith's a pretty decent football coach, but does he have anything? Get me from point A to point B, but does he have anything to work with? I don't, you know, that's I think he has the least to work with in the league. Yeah. Like Atlanta and Houston's roster to me are not NFL caliber. No, I, I don't think so either. Um, but it's, it's interesting that there are only three teams in that bottom tier in the AFC. That's how good the AFC is. Yeah. And like, I, don't, you, I mean, could the, Steelers, could the Steelers or Patriots, I mean, the two most successful teams in the conference for the last decade or two, they could end up as the 12th seed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how good the conference is. That's what I wanted to ask you about that, that tier, the contenders tier. He has Titans, Patriots, Colts, Dolphins, Raiders, Steelers. That's not in alphabetical order. That's not in – That's I think that's in the order that he expects those teams to finish. I thought so too, yeah. 
Steelers, if you're again, we've talked about this before. If you're looking at the Steelers roster versus the Patriots roster, yeah, it's not, it's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, the Patriots. I might rather have the Jets roster. Like to me, they're a bottom five roster in this conversation. Yeah, and even like when I was power ranking the East, Patriots versus Dolphins was hard to me, but it was all on Belichick's shoulders. You know, like. Well, here's the thing. If Lovey Smith was their head coach, I think they'd be in the bottom tier. Bill Belichick's going to be making the offensive play calls this year. We know Bill Belichick's a good defensive coordinator, a good Mm -hmm. defensive mind, one one of the best ever. Do we know that Bill Belichick should be making offensive calls? Yeah, no clue. I mean, I don't know that that works. And it should be better if you're better chess pieces. Right. Yeah. He doesn't that. They, they don't have great offensive uh, pieces. Mm-mm. You know, he, he, I, I, I hesitate know. to say it, you know, like I think Seattle, I think Seattle's going to bottom out. And I, I said, I'm only talking about this from a coaching perspective, like hall of fame type coaches. Could the Patriots bottom out? It would be hard for me to see it because Belichick, because of Belichick, but boy, I could also write that script too. Where I mean, this is a four or five win team. We know that he does. He makes most of the defensive play calls too. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have Matt Patricia helping out with the offense. With the offense. With the offense. Yeah. Like you got a bunch two, of defensive guys. You yeah. got a bunch of defensive coaches. Coach, what, what do you think their offense is going to look like this year? They're going to run the football. Mm-hmm. And I don't Matt know Jones that, I, isn't going to lift everyone. Yeah. I, I just don't know that they're a very good team. I don't know that the Dolphins are a good team. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, not that the Steelers are set at quarterback, but no, no. But I'm, I'm Tua and Zach Wilson don't inspire a lot of confidence to me. No, not not at all. Um, you know, and I could make the the argument that Trubisky might be better than both of those guys right now. Oh, I think that's possible. Yeah, I could make yeah. that. You know, uh, you know, the you Raiders notice to be better than them. You know, after the season, the Raiders at least have a quarterback. Yeah, the Raiders are interesting because. There's a couple teams, the Raiders and Vikes really come to mind of we could tear this thing down, sell off our $30 million quarterback, new coach. We were good, not great. And both of them kind of just ran it back and decided to take a shot. And it probably won't pay off, but I bet that was a tough decision for both those organizations. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. But yeah. uh... Yeah, just interesting that, that uh, you know, the way that uh, that that is perceived around the league. I, I really do think it's the Bills and then everybody else in the AFC. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs deserve some cachet for recent success without question. But they're not the same team. And they showed warts last year. That's what people tend to overlook. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, well, we'll look at uh, a mock draft that dropped today on on NFL.com. We'll do that when we come back right after this.